This episode of the Fabulous Learning Nerds is sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, win time, activity periods, RTIs, counselor, and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. They are the fabulous learning nerds. Because if you're tired of the old ways of getting it done, you've got the fabulous learning nerds. Scott, Dan, and Zeta are making it fun. The best ideas that you've ever heard. So everybody spread the word. They're gonna keep you with turning the fabulous learning nerds. Fabulous learning nerds. Oh yeah! Hey everybody, welcome to another fantastic episode of your fabulous learning nerds. I'm Scott Shooter, your host, and with us, as always, you love him, Dan Coonrod. Dan the man. Oh yeah. Dan. What is up, Scott? How you doing, man? Um, I'm 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 knee deep. I have I have a problem, but that's okay. I mean, um, oh yeah, I do. Well, no, no, it's really not. It's a first world problem. We we talked about summerween. We talked about spending too much money, and and I continue to <laughs> I continue to spend more money on on um. Now. Listen, I have a ha- I have is, a problem. It's a it's a it problem. is a moral obligation to spend as much money on Halloween as possible. I don't know. I don't know about that. I I do. I do. I want Halloween to become the shopping holiday of the year. Well, it already is. Like that would just that would okay. make okay. So I mean, okay, for you and I, it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here's the here's what I heard today. Hold on. This is true. This is true. Halloween is the most nostalgic holiday ever. And I think people are picking up on it and people that have additional income at my age or our age is like, oh yeah, this is great. Like, uh, this reminds me of being a kid. This is fantastic. I'm, I'm going to invest money in that. Like maybe Christmas is close, but I think Christmas is its own thing. Because Christmas kind of evolves. Like, I just feel like Halloween is this, like, nostalgic thing. I don't know. What do you think? I, 100%, I think, uh, first off, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Oh, so, like, yes. so, so everyone knows my level of bias coming into this conversation. I have so many awesome and great memories of Halloween. Uh, and like and like sad, sad memories. Um, my grandfather passed away like the day before Halloween. Oh, no, that's sad. And just it is it is. But just to give you and like all the listeners a sense of like what my family is like, we're sitting there. It is Halloween night. We're, we're at his funeral. And everyone's just like, well, you know, he really did pick the right time to go out. Like, can't think of a better place to spend Halloween than, you know, at a funeral. And like. <laughs> Morbid, but like super on brand for my family. <laughs> yeah, kind of creepy, kind of creepy. Yeah, <laughs> how are you doing, sir? 
Well, you know, I'm. Fear to me. No. I was going to psych you out. I'm pretty good, actually. Like all uh, things considered, I'm 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 pretty pretty fantastic. Oh man, it's the old psych out. I juked you, juked me. Woo! There you go. You got <laughs> one in on me. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's cool. Oh my <laughs> goodness. All righty. Well, hey, listen. We also have with us um, um, our Duchess of Design. Zeta is in the house. Zeta. Scott. How you doing? I am doing pretty good. I've uh, I've got a joke for you. It's horribly oh, you a funny. Joke for me. I do. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Did you know what monster is actually a pyramid scheme? No. Vampires. It's multi-level monstering. You know, you you make some vampires, they do your bidding. They make some vampires and they do their bidding. All right. Very, very funny. That was good. Um, Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. (laughs) So would that make each of them then all of the vampires underneath the, the top of the vampire pyramid a millionaire? Yeah. Okay. We're going to quit while we're ahead. Hey, it's just us, everybody. It's just us, everybody. We're going to have a, a real nice episode and talk about um, talk about some groovy tools that can help you do and add value to your instructional design work, whatever that work might be. You got a, you got, you got a storyline you're putting together. We got stuff for you. You got a video you're putting together. We got stuff for you. You got a, you got a webinar you're putting together. We got stuff for you. So let's go ahead and we'll dive into our very special topic of the week. All right, this week we're talking groovy instructional design tools. Groovy. Yes. This show is overloaded with drops. We're going to be talking some groovy. That drop is fantastic. I love it. I, I know. All right. Hey, well, listen, we've got some groovy tools that can that are going to be able to help you out do the job that you need to do. Because, I mean, a lot of times it's like people ask you to do stuff and you, you go to the well and you and you grab what what you know. Um, but one of the things that I love about learning is we have the opportunity to learn new things all the time and get better and make people around us better. And so that's what we're going to do tonight. And we're going to start with my good friend, Dan. Hit me with something groovy you would like to chat about. You bet. I gotcha. So I want to give some background. So I've, I've picked out a, a couple of things that have just been like super, super helpful in my career that have like, Helped me to like quickly and easily produce great content. And just some of the background, when I was first beginning as an instructional designer, the place where I first worked, um, when I was told, when I, when I asked for like Photoshop, they were like, ah, what about, what about GIMP? And for those of you who don't know, GIMP is a, is a, is a free photo editing tool and it's good. It's really good. But it's not Photoshop. It's different to use. There's some things it excels at, some things that it doesn't. But like when I when I would ask for tools, like I'd always be pushed to like the the open source versions, just because you know 
authoring tools, they're expensive. I was looking today, I think like Photoshop, a, li- a license for show- Photoshop is like 20, 30 bucks a month. You know, I was looking at Articulate, they're like $1,100 a year. And so a lot of the focus I'm going to talk about, or the tools I want to talk about are tools that are cheaper and I think better than some of the more costly alternatives. And I want to start with a tool that just changed its name. And I've mentioned it here on the show before, but uh, have I already told you about Screencast-O-Matic? Uh, I'm not familiar. Okay. It is not a great name. I'm just going to be super real and honest. It's a name that every time I, I say it, people go, what? Um, they're now called ScreenPal. And uh, Scott, I'm sure we'll get a link to who we're talking about in the show notes. We will have links to everything in the show notes. Yeah. Um, uh, but Screencast-O-Matic, ScreenPal, I cannot tell you how many times has like saved my bacon when I have been working on content or leading a team building content and some stakeholder goes, yeah, but is there any way to like get like, like a video of like the tool doing its thing? Or like, can we get like a short video in here? Screencast-O-Matic is a screen capturing tool. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's got the added bonus of like, like a lot of the screen capturing tools of letting you like put your webcam in so you can get your little face in there. What sets it apart is its cost. One, I think, when I last checked, it was like 20 bucks a year for the license, not a month, not a quarter, not a season, 20 bucks a year. And the editing tool that comes with it is like super, super great for building content with the ability to quickly drop over like and fade in like text bars, pop-ups, windows, uh, ease of use to do cuts and splices it's amazing like for what you get for the 20 bucks a month it's probably uh, of all the tools i'm gonna talk about it's like my best kept like secret that i is not a secret because i tell everybody about it because i love it it's amazing and if you haven't checked it out i highly recommend it i think they've got a free tier so by all means go check it out uh and I, again just just for the editing the screen capturing tool is great. It captures the screen. It does its job. You can capture your presentations, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But it's editing. Built-in editing tool is one of the best. It's super, super lightweight and surprisingly powerful. Yeah, it's got lots of really good stuff here. We've got uh, um, storyboards and scripting and video quizzes oh, yeah. and analytics. Um, that's pretty cool. That's really oh, great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't, like... The other program that I use does not create little storyboards, and I pay a lot of money for that other program. But we're going to talk about that program <laughs> later, so that's cool. So ScreenPal, okay. everybody, go check that out. That's really cool. Um, what else did you want to chat about? Let's talk about two, and then we'll go around the room. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I want to talk. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is an authoring tool. Um, it is not what you would call traditionally cheap. I I think it's like $700 a year. Um, But when compared to some of the other names out there, it is, uh, it is an e-learning content authoring tool. Uh, It's called iSpring. Uh, Folks who know me are probably rolling their eyes. I've been an iSpring uh, fan for a long, long time. I think just shortly after they launched. Um, And 
the big thing here is that if you know how to use photo, uh, PowerPoint, if you know how to use PowerPoint, you already know how to use iSpring. It's just a plugin. It sits on top of, of PowerPoint. And oftentimes when I was teaching a new instructional designer, I would be like, have you ever built anything in PowerPoint? And because a lot of us have gone to school and college and like building PowerPoints is part of the curriculum, building presentations is something you have to do and learn. Or even that you pick it up along the way. You can, you go, yeah, okay, I can build a basic thing in PowerPoint. Like, great. We're going to start there. We're going to start with PowerPoint. And then I want you to install this license. It's going to plug in on top. We're going to build PowerPoints and then we're going to convert them into e-learnings. And then we're going to see what that work, how that works from there. Uh, over the years, they've added all kinds of great features. They really, I think, are are feature comparable to a lot of the content authoring tools that are that are out there. But just that, like, ease of use and like ability just to like build in PowerPoint because there's so many free resources for PowerPoint out there is is unparalleled. It's it's one of those things. I know recently that Articulate added it to their storyline suite mm. and I've used theirs and it's super great. But I still think back to that like, hey, like open up my my iSpring license, build something super quick, get it done. Ta-da. I have used it several times. Um, I support a large organization that a lot of times will come to me with not the best requests, right? And so um, <laughs> in that regard, like I want to take this PowerPoint, I want to make an LMS out of it, or I want to I want to turn this into score, I'm going to put it on a mobile platform, all that good stuff. iSpring, push of a button, I've got a I got a SCORM file built off a of PowerPoint, which is great, right? It takes 30 seconds, right? Here you go, right? Here's your folder. Give it to the admin, your admin. You're good. You're done. You're ready to go. And, um, you know, teaching people how to fish with ice spring is just like giving candy to a baby. They'll appreciate you. They'll think that you're wicked <laughs> smart. Um, and they'll talk about how great it is. And best of all, they won't come you with the to you with the not so great requests, right? You could focus your time and your energy on the things that matter, the big stuff, um, by helping people get the smaller stuff done with with iSpring, which I think is fantastic. So, not to say that it's not a great tool, but it's a so it's just so easy. I just hit the button and and I'm done. Like that that is fantastic. It's a great place to start. So, thanks for bringing that up, Zeta. What do you got for us? All right. Uh, what do I got for you guys? Uh, let's start with Adobe's Photoshop first and foremost. It is great. Um, you can resize, recolor, um, like any kind of photo, photo elements that you have. You can make graphics. They've got shaping tools that you can make like icons with. It's, it's you know, it's kind of covers all the bases. It's really, really nice. Um, and another thing is if you don't have photos, and I wanted to kind of plug this, uh, we're talking about, of course, Adobe Photoshop is something you have to pay for. Um, if you're looking for photo assets and you don't want to like go through a search and find like Creative Commons and you know having something that you can use and not have to worry about licensing, um, one of the good places to go to is Unsplash. And Unsplash has a great repository of lots of different kinds of professional, beautiful photographs. You name it, they they have most of it there. Um, 
And also, if you want to use those same assets, there's a place called Duotone, and it's by Shape Factory. It's duotone.shapefactory.co. And it's also a great place because it sources the photos from Unsplash, and it's perfect. They do two colors, which is Duotone. Uh, one of them is, is a half tone of one color. The other is a half tone of the other color. And it makes these beautiful, very striking, high contrast, of course, if you choose the right colors, but high contrast um, elements that you can then incorporate in whatever course you're designing. And uh, I've, I, it's come in real handy with me when I'm like, oh, well, this has, uh, I don't know, like a, a strong, deep cobalt blue and like a very uh, brushed amber orange. And if you want to take those two colors, you can plug those hex codes, like say they're a brand, you can plug those hex codes into Duotone and it applies to all the different photos from Unsplash that they source from. It's, it's a pretty good um, tool to have, and especially if you're pressed for time, because usually if you're going to be doing that in Photoshop, you've got to go, go grayscale or desaturate you're gonna have to then use a gradient map. It's very, very um, time consuming. So I figured that would be a really good uh, kind of a cheat sheet for anybody out there who's using photo assets. I figured that would be yeah, kind of helpful. So just want to be clear, the photo assets you get on Unsplash are royalty free and they're, they're free. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. have to pay for any of this. Like, give me the free stuff. Just give me, give me, give me free. So I think that's cool. And then if I want to, so can I like do that really cool art house thing where I grab a photo, make it black and white, but only one thing is red, like, like Dan's hat? Uh, no, with Duotone, it's, it applies to the whole thing like a gradient map does. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you would have to. Cause that'd be sweet. It okay. really would. <laughs> if I find one of those, I'll definitely tell you. Okay. That'd be cool. So I actually, I love the idea of Duotone. I, uh, just to give you guys just a great use case and something to think about. I can't tell you how many times I've been working and building material and a client has been like really, really specific on like meeting their brand and like everything in the document's got to meet like their in-house like color choices, their brand colors. And to like have something that'll just like be like, cool. I know that the brand colors for this are like yellow and black. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to use yellow and black. I'm going to duotone this image in yellow and black. And just so that way it, it feels right. It feels like it fits. It feels like this image was always part of this piece. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And all you got to do is just plug in those two hex colors and boom, it applies it to all the different unsplash assets. It's really nice. Very, very cool. I, yeah. I know Photoshop has like a new feature that's like in beta. Is it, It's what's it called? The, the neural filters. Is that what you're talking about? Is that the is that the one that lets you like do like the generative fill stuff? Oh, oh, you where it generates? No, the generative fill yes is in the beta. There's something very, um, and in the normal Photoshop, it's the autofill. Or, um, but when and it's when it's in beta, like say you have a photo, you need it to be an aspect ratio of like two three, but it doesn't quite have that edge to it. You can go ahead and and make the the canvas two three and use a selection tool over the area that's missing. And then, yeah, you generate, which is only something in Adobe beta right now. It's in beta testing. It's a generative fill. Um, And then if it generates, it gives you a couple different slices of that place that you selected with your selection tool. 
and you can flip through them and go, oh, well, this one looks the best. And you can resize, reshape, add on to photos that you typically wouldn't be able to unless you like spliced it with something else. Saves a lot of time too. Versus that copy paste smear technique that (laughs) I've been using. Uh, The healing brush. It doesn't really really work too well. I mean, that's a, that's a staple in almost everybody's tool bucket to have Photoshop. And there's so many groovy things that you can do. 90% of them, I don't know. So that's very cool that you share that with us. That, that is a fantastic thing. So yeah, no problem. No um, problem. Yeah, no, they, really, really cool. I wanted to chat real quick and we'll go around the horn again. You talked about Unsplash, which is great. Great place to get um, royalty-free imaging. Um, but what if I want to create an icon, right? Um, which can take a lot of time or where do I find the right icon? Um, again, royalty free icon, the noun project. It's like the Google of love icons. Mm-hmm. Now you love can either get the project. free version or the paid version. Pay versions isn't that that expensive. Um, I like to use the free version. If I need to change anything, I'll go into Photoshop. Basically I'll type in a, you know, a search for money and I'll get a whole bunch of, Oh God, literally hundreds of different icons that all represent money. And I'll, I'll find the one that kind of matches the flavor of what I'm looking for, which is so, so cool. Um, the non-pod project is great. And then you can invert them. You can get a transparent background, all that other groovy stuff. Um, with the pay version, you can change the color. Yeah. If you're already paying for Photoshop, uh, may, I, it all depends on what your time's worth. For me, it's like, I'm going to dump this into Photoshop and I'll just change the color that way. But I mean, it's super, super groovy. Uh, um, the noun project, dude. I, I just want to chime in on the noun project. It's twenty bucks a year, or twenty four bucks a year, and I gladly pay that. Even though it's all free, and like all you have to do to use it is do attribution in the document that you're you're using the the, the icons in. It's like four million icons in the library. It's awesome. I cannot tell you how many times it, a friend of mine was like, "Oh yeah, check this out." And I was I was at work and I looked at it and I literally like was like, cool, I'm just I'm we're just going to get this. I'm just going to get us a, a team license for this right now. Yeah. And very, I'll very just cool. I'll tell my boss later. <laughs> Look, this is awesome. It's a great investment. Yeah. To round out this whole idea of talking imagery and all of that good stuff. So let's say eh, you don't have Photoshop or you're like me and you're just dangerous in Photoshop. Like I'm dangerous in Photoshop, right? <laughs> um, I am. And uh, that's okay. That's great. It, 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 I'll get there eventually, but that's cool. Um, or you don't have the resources or whatever. Um, like, I, and you need to take the background out of a picture. Now, I know that there are some phones that'll do that for you automatically. Take take your boyfriend out of the picture or whatever. You know, you could you could do that if you wanted with your phone. But otherwise, you go to remove dot bg remove dot bg like remove background so take that picture that you've got that would be perfect but you just need a nice little alpha channel on it right you just want a white background i don't want the i don't want the carnival behind this beautiful person that i want to use uh, in my e-learning like it's just great remove dot bg upload your picture click on the background and bam it's gone and you need to download it um Fantastic. Like, I think there's a paid version that allows you to, you know, get higher res versions of that, but it is absolutely amazing. And again, that's using AI to go ahead and identify like, yeah, I don't need this. And it, I mean, it, 
like 99.9% perfect every time. Like way better than my lasso tool that I use when I'm on Photoshop to kind of go grab. <laughs> I know you're all laughing at me, but that's what I do. I lasso all the way around. No, and I've, done, I've done the head same thing. <laughs> my, head's, my person's head is flat on the top because I'm lazy and I shouldn't. Yeah. Nope. Bam. It's out. So I remove .bg. Um, yeah. Cool. Any other image stuff that you wanted to add on to that before we switch gears? One. Dan's got one. I got one. Uh, dude, we've talked about this already. Uh, Mid Journey. It's an AI gen tool. But, dude, uh, so like you want to build like cool art and just be like, yay. Uh, it's awesome. I think it's like, I think for like the 200 image a month plan, it's like 10 bucks. Um, I have found myself using it when I need very specific like pictures for like corporate training. Now, just to like be super clear, like the images that you make right now, at least in the United States, uh, you can't copyright them. So anybody could look at that image and be like, oh, I really like that and, and could use it. Um, but again, in in a business setting, in a legal setting, as long as you're not using it for branding, you're just using it for like training, like that's a pretty good thing, actually. Like, hey, nobody can come back and, and claim it later on. Nobody can be like, oh, hey, like, that's my picture. And like, you guys used it in this and now you owe me money. Like, I I needed a very, very specific picture just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I was searching through, I searched through Unsplash. I searched through Pexels. There's another free one. I think it's Pexels. Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah. Super, super awesome. Uh, I searched through Envato Elements. That's where I'm going to go back to. So put a pin in that one. Um, and I, I couldn't find it. And so literally I just was like corporate training picture of and the thing that I needed to generate. And it probably took me like 15 minutes. So I found one that I was like, oh, that's it. I'm good. That's what I needed. And that was it. I grabbed that picture off to the races. Uh, if if you guys, I, I know that right now AI is like one of those supercharged buzzwords. There's a lot of stuff going on, but like, man, like when you're needing like, as long as it's not like brand specific assets, you just need like a corporate picture of, you know, whatever for like a training. Like by all means, check out check out the generative AI space generative like now, photos my understanding is you need to be that you have to use discord for that midjourney does live in discord yeah okay yeah there's a couple other versions out there i think uh, i think you can use Zeta, their website too um or is that where just the cache was um yeah there's leonardo.ai which is where um yeah. i i get 150 credits per day it replenishes but you have to be whitelisted that's leonardo.ai. I'm going to double check. Yeah. And um, that one's pretty neat. Uh, depending on the ask of what you're generating, it uses anywhere from like four to 20 credits per gen. And of course, it it's still kind of in beta. So right now it's just you, you only have to be, I think you have to be whitelisted. Yeah. In order to. So what you would do is you go to leonardo.ai ask to be whitelisted, put your email in there, and then they'll write you when there's a space available. And that's free? Yeah. Dan, what else you got? Yeah, man. I, I kind of already gave uh, where I was heading. Uh, I It is 
It's like 200 bucks a year, but I want to talk about Envato Elements. Oh. Ooh. I... Hold on. Yes! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, the name of the game in, in everything is how, fa- is how good, how fast. And Envato Elements is one of those places where you can trade time for good. You can mm-hmm. trade dollars for time. For 200 bucks a year, you get access to their entire library. It's a great photo library, a great library of like graphic assets, motion graphics, stock videos. The big thing for me, though, is like their presentation library is amazing. I did a search to, uh, yesterday for uh, corporate infographics, and I think it came up with like 14,000 PowerPoint templates returned and i was just like uh, 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 awesome i just got to find the one that i want to use and that's a much better place than being like oh, i know what i gotta build but i just don't know like what i want it to look like oh, i'm gonna have to start from scratch like nope i'm gonna grab that i'm gonna grab a template i'm gonna look at this be like oh that's how they did it okay cool i'm either gonna just rebuild it for what i need now that i've got something to work from or like you know because of the way the license works i'm just gonna grab it and use it when i'm working on yeah um there's, they've got sound effects, music. I mean, you could, it's basically, a, basically a design department ready to rock and roll at your fingertips. It'll make you look great. Like a true story, I had somebody, well, uh, two true stories within Battle Elements. One was I had some on my team that was really struggling with design and PowerPoint. Really understood how to tell stories, really understood structure of learning fantastic, great manager, all that good stuff. But when it came to her PowerPoints, eh, they kind of milk toast, right? And I was getting feedback where PowerPoints are kind of milk toast. I said, I need you to go to Envato Elements. I need you to find a PowerPoint template that's kind of modern. It kind of matches what we need to produce and then use it. And like immediately, like, what happened? Well, nothing, nothing, nothing happened. But overnight, overnight, the projects were uh, simply amazing, Right. Um, and then, you know, a lot of times people just kind of skimp out and like, I want to make sure like, no, 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 no. The medium is the message, everybody. So how good it looks is just as important as the content that's in it. You have to, you have to, I've seen many people get up and present great content in a very sloppy way. And I just don't, I just don't relate to that. Second, for my own personal use again, experience. Oh, so, um, actually got an energetic opener for a friend of mine for her business and she goes, can you help me with this? I need a, a video opener for my video podcast. And within a matter of, I'd say about an hour, I put together something using Envato Elements and, and that opener and the, and the free stock music I got there that blew her and her audience away. Like, this is so perfect. Like, how did you do that? And I'm like, you know, I, I just used Envato. And she's forever grateful for for my work, right? So you want to look like a rock star? I mean, go to Envato. It's worth every penny. It's worth, I'm serious, it's worth every penny. I've got one more, and it's on the opposite end. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this tool. And it's a tool, I've already mentioned, it's a tool I think everybody here and probably most people listening already know. But I want to talk about using this tool in a unique way, and that's PowerPoint. So... I think like getting PowerPoint through Microsoft, I think is like a hundred bucks a year that gets you the full suite. I don't think you can get it separate, not anymore at least. And 
you know, PowerPoint is that thing I talked about, like when teaching new instructional designers, like this is where we start. This is why. And like, everybody has some experience. Everybody's like used it before. It's, uh, I wouldn't say it has an intuitive interface, but I feel like we have as, as a corporate culture have like caught up to the interface of, of PowerPoint and just, it, it speaks a language that, you know, I find most people quickly and easily understand. I love to use PowerPoint to build quick and dirty, dirty is maybe the wrong word, but quick <laughs> and fast motion graphics. Uh, the animation tools inside of PowerPoint and using layer controls and, and, fade in and fade outs and, and motion pathing <clears throat> are nine times out of 10, super cheesy and awful. But you can build some surprisingly complex motion graphics that you can just screen grab and then drop in whatever presentation or whatever else of video that you're working on to help like reinforce a point and like hammer stuff home. Like, listen, uh, there is no replacement for After Effects. Uh, I love After Effects. It's a tool uh, that will make me uh, insanely angry. And then when I finally finish something I'm working on in it, be like, check this out to everybody I know. But being able to build stuff in PowerPoint, uh, just today, just today, I used it because I wanted a picture to smoothly slide in and get that little bounce effect that's built into the, uh, the motion pathing animation in PowerPoint. And I wanted that in articulate. And all I wanted to do is I wanted basically just a character to slide up onto the frame. And I wanted this background to slide back in behind and just do this little bounce. And so I literally went to PowerPoint. I built a shape, built another shape that I knew was going to be my frame merge them together with the subtractive element and just slid that image in between those two layers. So it just kind of did the bump and the little bit of the little bit of the, the bump stop. So it kind of did a little shake and dropped that in. And I was showing it to somebody else and they were like, Ooh, go back, go back, go back. And I'm like, Oh, what, what's up? How, how'd you get, how'd you get articulate to do that? Oh, the, the little bump thing? Yeah, how'd you get to do that? Nope, that's a video. That's a video? Yeah, it's a video. I've just got it it's seamless in the thing. I just used PowerPoint. I just screen grabbed. It's just a video. I just got it all matched up and lined up. And they're like, that's awesome. Can you do that for all the slides with the character? <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but... Again, like it's a tool that everybody's using that like has like, I think, I think these, these extra things that not everybody is using. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It amazes me. Like all you got to do is go to save as in PowerPoint and you get that laundry list of all the things you could save it as, right? Yeah. So, Hey, I, I, I just said a day like, Oh, well, let me just take this PowerPoint slide and save it as a video. You yep. can do that. Yeah, yeah, I could totally do that. Do you want it to loop? You can do that. Yeah, yeah, I can totally do that. Yeah, it'll take me mm, five minutes, like three and a half minutes later, it's done. Like, it's so, so cool. Just check it out. There's so many things you could do with PowerPoint. And I think it, from a design tool, a lot of people don't give it as much love. 
but you should. Why not? It's every wow. bit as powerful as a lot of the other design softwares that are out there. And it's, it's something you already know. It's a great place to start. I think it's fantastic. Go ahead, Dan. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a super super nerdy thing. Um, years ago, I I, uh, I wrote a, a gaming book, a tabletop role playing book, because I'm a giant nerd. This was years and years ago, and I used PowerPoint rather than like InDesign to build that first draft, just to do all my layouts and stuff. Uh, mostly because PowerPoint was cheap, and uh, InDesign even early then was expensive, but also, just because like it's a tool that I knew, and it was super easy just to do like document layouts and like make like one sheeters, posters, stuff like that. Yeah, dude, I love PowerPoint. There's there's my nerdy thing. I think that I think that's nerdy enough to cover me till the end of the month. I love PowerPoint. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Gold, that's right. Sada, what else you got? Um, one thing that also I wanted to bring up, and I know this is I don't know if this would. Uh, this would be something helpful for others, but it was helpful for me. Uh, but it's called imagecolorpicker.com. And it's basically, if you have any kind of image, rather than like opening up Photoshop and trying to figure out what color it is, you can take that image, drop it in imagecolorpicker.com, and then just pick wherever you want. And it gives you your, your hex code. It gives you your RGB. It's awesome. Ooh. It also has palettes of that picture that you drop in. So that way, if you have like a little bit of guesswork yeah. of what kind of color should go with this, you can also click on the color and it opens to a different page and it gives you all the breakdowns, which is so helpful. So I really yeah. like that. It comes in handy. Imagecolorpicker.com. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Anything else, Ada? One thing that I thought was really neat and I just kind of found out last week and I wanted to share was the snipping tool that comes with uh, your Microsoft. If you're, if you're, of course, you know, using Microsoft as your OS and using Windows, um, if you use your snipping tool, there is a button to click at the top to where you can do video captures. And so, like, if you're wanting to give a step by step to somebody of like, oh, hey, you go to this then you click that and then you select this from the drop down. You can, instead of like typing all that out, I mean, you could, but you can also show them. It's really good for like troubleshooting. I know I haven't used the, the snipper the snipping tool for, um, for video capturing, but that's a really mm-hmm. great idea. Are you finished with your stuff? Um, I can talk about DaVinci Resolve if you guys want to hear about that. What is that? It's a video. It's by Blackmagic. DaVinci Resolve is a free program where you can do video, audio, effects, you name it. It's kind of like um, Hollywood on a small scale. And uh, it's free. They also have a paid for version. But the free version is actually really, um, it has everything that you really need. Um, It has a Lightroom to where you can change lighting and color. It has the uh, places where you can put in audio, voiceover, music, if you want, uh, fade in, fade out. You can add effects to both audio as well as the imagery. You can put text over it. It's a little bit, it has a bit of a learning curve, but once you start getting the basics, it you can make videos with it and it's free. I didn't know if um, people out there had that like in their tool belt yet. We're going to kind of round out today talking about video and, and snipping and video capturing, and that's great. I'll have to try the snippet tool. 
if you're going to go into Premiere Pro, and that is my software editing of choice, it's where I go, it's where I have fun um, creating stuff. I actually do all the audio uh, recordings that we do for our show. I actually clean those up in um, Premiere Pro. I use uh, their audio features because it's what I'm familiar with. I know that Audacity is really great. You should try Audacity, Scott. No, I'm going to use Premiere Pro because what I'm familiar with, you can go ahead and do that too. But I love Premiere Pro because there's some groovy stuff that you can do in it. Um, the first tool that I use, um, if let's say you're recording, let's say you're recording a podcast, you got a whole bunch of guests and some of them are louder than others, right? I know that we can go ahead and drop all that stuff in and then I can... Um, take that audio and play with the audio and sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong and all the other good stuff. But here's a little free tool that you want to get. Levelator, L-E-V-E-L-A-T-O-R. Kind of like elevator with an L in front of it. It's totally free. What does Levelator do for you? Well, let me tell you, it's super awesome. You take your wave track. It's got to be a wave file. So make sure you export whatever you've, you're working on into a wave file or take your MP3 and convert it into a WAV file, whatever you want to do. And then you drop it in a levelator. Here's what levelator is going to do for you. It's going to take, it's going to do some, uh, it's going to clean up some of the sound, right? It's going to take out some of the, some, but not all. It's going to take out some of the, the yucky stuff that you don't like. But he, most importantly, it's going to take all your audio and it's going to level it. So you don't get the, um, Dan is super excited. He's super hot and he's super high and super loud, right? And Zeta is like kind of shy today. And she's kind of <laughs> really quiet. They're going to make everything sound equal, which is so great. So whenever I edit my show, I always kind of like make sure everybody sounds good on a baseline level. I try to take out all the all the other stuff that I don't like. And then I run it through level later. And that way everything sounds really nice. So you guys can enjoy listening to what's going on. Same thing can work with your videos too. Take Take all your audio tracks, level them out. It's great. Last thing, this is um, not cheap. <laughs> and by not cheap, I'm thinking like it's maybe $180 to $200 a year. Um, but it it saves. We we have talked over and over about AI and how it's like, ooh, it's scary. But I'm telling you, I'm in love with AI because AI can do things that I cannot do. So if you've ever edited audio or if you've in, in anything, you got a video like I, this happened. Like I'm, we're doing a man on the street video, video, and someone recorded on their iPhone, and they didn't use a microphone. They used the iPhone, and they're on a fuck, they're on a busy street, and someone gave me this video, and they're like, "Oh my god, they're on a busy street. This sounds terrible. Um, this is unusable." No, it's not because I have Crumble Pop. That's right, Crumble Pop. <laughs> it is amazing. What does it do? You pay for Crumble Pop. It has things like echo remover. Ever to try to remove an echo from an audio file? Yeah, nearly impossible. Not with an not with Crumble Pop. Nope, nope. All you got to do is drop that in, um, and then you put it in the effects folder, and you drop that over onto your um, on your audio track. You can adjust it here and there. Is it perfect? No. Does it sound like remotely listenable? A thousand percent. Like, oh my God, it's so great. You can take away traffic noise. You can level out stuff, get rid of wind and everything. So what would normally take me like hours to try to figure out and it would still sound like crap, it will do in milliseconds. You have to have that tool if you're doing any video or audio editing. Um, they have they have it for Premiere Pro and they, I believe, I have to double check this, 
I can always edit it out. But I think they also have it for, for Final Cut as well. So that's Crumple Pop. And uh, all of these tools we will have in the... Um, yes, all, all of these tools will have it, links to them in uh, in the show notes and you want to take a look at that. Anything else before we uh, close this, uh, this out? I've got I've got something. I've got an unfair question for us. Okay. If you were on a desert island mm-hmm. and you had mm-hmm. to do content production, you had to make learning content, it's a common scenario. I mm-hmm. think we're all aware. And you could only have one of these tools. Scott, which one would you take? Which one would you have? You only get one. Crumple pop. Boom. Zeta. Whichever has water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Can I take that pack back? Can I have Envato Elements instead? Because they've got water. They've got pictures of water in there. That's fine. That's fine. You you can have Envato Elements. All right. Okay. Zeta. Um, uh, I I think water does come with the Adobe subscription. Oh, does it? I think. No, no. I'll probably have to go with it. You get get one. I get one. Um, I would probably go with PowerPoint just because it's the authoring tool. It has everything in it. It has a very good extensive um, icons, assets. Plus, you can put iSpring on it. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, you guys stole my number one and number two pick. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to say PowerPoint. You should have and asked yourself like, first. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's fine because I've got my backup and my backup's in Vado Elements. I should have. I should have started first. But now here I am. No, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Photoshop. Because it would suck, but I could manually build training one image at a time. You, you can make you can make gifts in Photoshop. <laughs> if I had to, wow! For our audience right now, this the face that Scott is making <laughs> is a look of dread and horror. Like it's it's it's, it's beautiful. That's amazing. It's beautiful. It was. I would never <laughs> want to do that. I would like pull my eyelashes out one at a time. Well, versus, it's not my fault. You would guys hurt chose less. my number one and number two pick. Fine, I had you two can picks, have Envato. Like, I'll like, go back with my Crumple Pop. No, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It is too if late. If the three of us are trapped on the desert island together, we'll be great. <laughs> we'll make plenty of good content. Great stuff, everybody. Totally, totally love it. That's great. Daniel-san. Yes, Scott. Could you do us a favor and let us let our audience know how they could connect with us? Absolutely. All right, party people, you know the drill. Email us at nerds at thelearningnerds.com. I would love to know if you were trapped on a desert island and had to make learning content, which tool would you take with you? I just want to say it seems weird, but it's better to be prepared. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can find us at Learning Nerds. Our Instagram peeps can find us, Fab Learning Nerds. And lastly, for more information about us, what we do, and updates, www.thelearningnerds.com. Scott. Thanks, Dan. Hey, everybody. Could you do me a favor? Could you go ahead and hit that like button? Hit that subscribe button. Please share, share, share this post. Share this podcast with your friends. It's a great way to get the the information out. Give them these great tools. That's fantastic. Please do me a favor. Leave a review either on iTunes or Stitcher. Let us know how we're doing, how we can improve. But that also improves this thing called the algorithm, right? People can find this stuff, make people's lives better. That's what we're all here for. And with that, I'm Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Zeta. And we're your fabulous learning nerds and we are out. 
Thanks for listening to the Fabulous Learning Nerds. You know, there are a lot of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment of offerings. If you're, if you're thinking of giving it a try, if you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.